Scripture lesson this morning is taken from John 6, 63. It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. Last week, I shared with you the importance of breaking the outer man, the body, because the inner man, the spirit, is confined in the stronghold we have been built. It seems unbreakable, our stronghold, because it is the legacy of generation after generations, bitterness, hurt, mistakes, shame and guilt. We believe the meaning of a cross is the breaking of the outer man, but we must experience it, experience the breaking of the outer man in real, personally, So our own inner man, the spirit flows out and active. Otherwise, we witness Christ in our mind and emotions, but our spirit is inactive or apathy. Outer man seems joyful, but the inner man is crying, and no one knows. So the mixture of two doesn't bring anyone to Christ. And we cannot serve the Lord effectively without breaking of the outer man. So again, it is the most critical matter for Christians and the ministry of church. Today, I would like to share with you the difference between before and after the breaking of the outer man. So we can diagnose our own condition for serving Lord. But first, we must check our salvation. I know it is intimidating if somebody asks you, are you saved? But let me check. Salvation begins with acknowledging the death of the inner man. So we need to be saved. In Genesis 2, God commanded the mankind, known as Adam and Eve, you may surely eat of every tree of the garden, But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, you shall not eat. 
For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. Did Adam and Eve die when they ate the fruit? No, they didn't die. Then did God lie? No. Their inner man, the life, died because there's a sin. The spirit was dead until Jesus died for the sin. Life is in the spirit, not in the body. The spirit, the same substance of God, we call the image of God. So the death of spirit means we cannot be in the presence of God. Because we are dead. Only the spirit, the inner person, is able to encounter God. If the spirit is alive. But God of Israel tried to consecrate them to be in the presence of By keeping the law, even still, Israelite needed intercessor between God and the people. But they failed, as we know. They failed to keep the law. So God decided to do the final solution, the death of God. So no one in fact only God can claim our sin because all the sin we do towards God and we are his. So God decide to die. In incarnation God became flesh through Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ came to us and accomplished his mission on the cross. Our outer man died, but inner man lived and resurrected with Christ. Your outer man, my outer man, this body will die. But our inner man will live forever. So, everyone can prison break because the outer man was broken. But some people, actually many people, still don't believe what Jesus did. So, they're still locked themselves in their prison. Because our outer man 
listen to the devil. And devil keep lying to people, saying, you must keep the law as the bread of life. The life, the devil meant our outer man. So Jesus, in John 6, he refuted the devil and said, It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. Jesus claimed, I am the bread of life. And Jesus is the word. In the New Testament, they call logos. The breath, word means the breath of life, which is the spirit of God and gave us the life. But Israelites had been believed the law of Moses is the bread of life for the outer man, the body. They tried to be holy and being in presence of God by consecrate them, make their body perfect by keeping the law. But we know the body, which is the eternal deficiency, never be fulfilled, whatever we do. So Watchman Nee said, regeneration, salvation, is a matter of a transmission of life resulting in others receiving life. While building up is also a matter of a transmission of life resulting in believers being built up. Without the Spirit, there can be no regeneration, and there can be no building up. The ministry of a church is all about regeneration. People receiving life. And building up each other to be church. The solidarity of true living people. Living means moving, changing, and growing. It's kind of sad thing, but compared to baby, they're moving, they're tender, they're soft, they're growing. But as we getting older and older, we getting harder, stiff, not growing, hardened, especially. Because the body is dying. So living spirit, the inner man, do the ministry of a church. Not the hardened, the body, 
outer man. But many Christians, many churches try to serve with the mixture of two, outer man and inner man, which doesn't work. Are we serving with spirit like ever-flowing river? Or are we stagnant water and there's no life? If we are like stagnant water, hardened heart, we just try to protect our old tradition, what we experience, we believe, which is right. But sometimes we have to be careful, carefully examine what we've been protecting. Because God, I told you, God is progressive God. Sometimes God wants us to move forward. God wants us to broken, shattered, to start new beginning. Doesn't matter what age we are. God always wants us to be tender and soft and growing in spirit. Otherwise, our spirit, inner person, which is free but cannot be released and touching spirits of other people, the broken people. The world is full of the released spirit of a broken spirit out there. Because they don't tell us Sometimes they tell us, but we don't listen. Without our spirit being out there, we cannot sense it. We cannot notice their suffering, their needs. We know Jesus couldn't save the world by feeding them with the loaf of bread, housing them, right? Where all those 3,000 people fed with the two you know, fish and five loaves of bread. They're the one, maybe some of them are the ones that crucify Jesus, crucify him, right? But only those who encounter personally, right? The woman at the well, the crippled guy with the friends, the blind man, the man with the leprosy, the woman with the bleeding, those that one encounter God because their spirit was out there, released, and Jesus touched them. The spirit of Jesus touched them. And so they were healed, and they became the disciples. They're the one changed the Roman Empire. So here's the difference between the before and after the breaking of the outer man. But let me ask you first, are you going and coming back between the outer man, inner man? 
Watch Muni said, if the outer man is broken, the spirit spontaneously will remain in the Lord all the time. We know the society, the world criticizes church as a, the Sunday Christians. Actually, Sunday morning Christians. Right? Or the nominal Christian, just name Christian. They criticize us. There's no respect for church in this generation. And sometimes it is true. Many Christians, they're just nominal. They're just trying to be Christian Sunday morning, that's it. Not Tuesday, not Wednesday. Because they try to maintain the presence of God in their mind and emotions. The outer man. But when they're limited reason, mind, and their dynamic emotions, the fickle emotion fails. The presence of God is gone. We don't want to be there with God. God is spirit. So only the spirit can unite with God and bring harmony forever. Our spirit. Not our reason, not our emotions. So when we are happy, we think God is with us. God is my side. Right? When, when things go well, we think God loves us. But when our happiness disappears, calamities happen to us. And we become un- unsuccessful, then we think God is no longer with us, no longer our side, and we turn away from God. Even though God is still walking with us, holding our hands and walking with us. Even God is carrying us, if, if we cannot walk anymore. But we think we are not in the presence of God. So before breaking of outer man, we ask God to stay here, here in this building. Because we, many Christians think their sanctuary is this church building, not their heart, not the inner man. God resides there. But we ask God, God, you stay here. So next Sunday, I'll come back here to meet you. If I'm not too busy, I'll be here. But Christian with the broken outer man remains in the presence of God 24-7. Because God is in them. Wherever you go, your home, your office, wherever you go. God is with you. So without breaking of the outer man, we become nosy and meddlesome. In creation, God installed his spirit within us to respond to him. But mind and emotions of outer man, which is damaged by the sin, only respond to the outside 
activities, the world activities in the world. When other people think, what are, what are other people saying about me? The outer man becomes nosy for millions and billions of things in the world, and we try to be meddlesome with them, which is happening outside of us, outside of the inner man, right? We're, we're, just, we're just supply all these information today, right? News, TV, you know, YouTube, you know, social network, just billions and billions of information we're receiving. And we are responding to it. We're upset. We're happy. Whatever that is, we respond to them, all these millions of things. Of course, we are become too busy. And we can enjoy, we cannot enjoy the God's presence calmly and constantly, consistently. Because we are affected by the millions of things out there, which is meaningless to us. Yeah, they are important. But for your soul, for, for your eternal life, what with that? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Of course, we cannot serve God with being nosy and meddlesome of all other, peop- other things in the world. Apostle Paul suggests one good test. It's like a test kit. Whether our outer man is broken or not. In Ephesians 4.26, he said, Be angry, yet do not sin. Anger is not a sin. But it's close to sinning. God never said, love one another, yet do not sin. Because love is far away from sinning. So we must be angry for injustice, unrighteousness, and violence of the world. And we may need to use our violence to protect our loved one. Right? To defend our country from the evil nations. And sometimes we have to rebuke brothers and sisters in church. And even we discipline other people. To guide them to right way. But we should be doing in doing them in the presence of God. So the person being rebuked or disciplined should feel we never left God. Right? It's hard. If you're being parent, it's hard. We know that. Discipline our children without upsetting them. Right? But if we are constantly remaining in God's presence, they will know because they, their spirit sensing our spirit So the inner man never leaves God. 
if the outer man is broken and separated. Sisters and brothers in Christ, do you believe Jesus Christ had broken your outer man so your inner man is released and free? Can we abide in God's presence and serve the Lord without interference of the outer man and the activities of the world? What Minnie said, the breaking of the outer man is accomplished through the discipline of the Holy Spirit. And the separation the outer man from the inner man is through the revelation of the Holy Spirit. So being disciplined by the Holy Spirit means the pursuit of the desires of the Holy Spirit. Are we seeking the kingdom of God only? Are we following the way of Christ only? Or are we seeking and following both kingdom and the devil? The revelation of the Holy Spirit is knowing the will of God, the heart of God. Are we striving every day to know the heart of God instead of the heart of other people, heart of mine? Remember, Jesus loved us and died for us to give us life, the inner man. Not because we are better than other people, those atheists or non-believers out there. Because, we don't know why, but because God entrusted all the whole world, the people around you, People in your family do, who do not know the Christ yet. God entrusts them to us. To save them by giving our life. That's church is about. We are now always, oh well, you know John 3.16. So you know, you know that. So you know, Jesus died for you. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Jesus died 2,000 years ago. No one here sent Jesus. You got to have this faith through somebody. Maybe your Sunday school teacher. Maybe your friend. Maybe your former pastors. Right? The same thing for them to receive this life. We have to giving them the life like Jesus did. That's all about church. To give our life, our outer man has to be broken. Then we can building them up. That is the follow-up, really crucial in the ministry. We have to give them the life, then what? So what? Now what? Building them up. Encourage them. Use them. Delegate them to serve same thing, giving their life to someone else so, so they know it is real. What do you say?